Hello and welcome to The Poetry of Science, a podcast which provides insight into new scientific research via the medium of poetry. I'm your host, Dr. Sam Illingworth, and each week I'll be introducing you to some of the latest scientific findings and sharing a selection of science-themed poetry. If you enjoy this podcast, then please consider giving it a rating and leaving some feedback in your podcast directory of choice. And if you really enjoy it, then why not share it with a friend? After all, we could all do with a little bit more poetry in our lives. In this episode, I'll be exploring new research, which has found that children differ dramatically from adults in their moral views on animals. Predator, pest, prey. Categories of us and them as we meet and greet our animal companions, turning moral somersaults to square the circle of our consumption. Ascribe a just appraise, ascribe a just appraise, double standards seen through childish eyes, seen for what they are, for what we are, and for what they might become. This poem is inspired by recent research published in Social, Psychological and Personality Science, which has found that compared with young adults and adults, children show less speciesism. Speciesism is defined as the assumption of human superiority leading to the exploitation of animals. Speciesism is so commonplace that most people don't think to question it, except in cases where the type or degree of discrimination is unusual in their culture. As such, many humans exploit non-human animals in the course of everyday life in a variety of ways. Across many societies, non-human animals are consumed as food, used for clothing, killed for entertainment, and exploited for work. But where do these attitudes come from? And how might they be challenged? In this new study, researchers surveyed 479 people, all living in England, from across three different age groups, 9 to 11, 18 to 21, and 29 to 59. The two adult groups were found to have relatively similar views with relation to animal rights, thereby suggesting that attitudes to animals typically change between the ages of 11 and 18, i.e. that speciesism is likely learned during adolescence. As well as showing less speciesism, this study also found that children are less likely to categorise farm animals as food than pets, think farm animals ought to be treated better, and consider eating meat and animal products to be less morally acceptable than their adult counterparts. These findings imply that there are key age-related differences in our moral view of animal worth, pointing to socially constructed development. The study also highlights the need for more open dialogue at a younger age to explore and learn from the moral intelligence of children with regards to our treatment of non-human animals. Now that you've heard the science, let me read the poem to you again. Predator, pest, prey. Categories of us and them as we meet and greet our animal companions, turning moral somersaults to square the circle of our consumption. Ascribe a just appraise, ascribe a just appraise, double standards seen through childish eyes, seen for what they are, for what we are, and for what they might become.
In this section of the podcast, I'd like to share a poem written by another poet on a topic related to the science that has been discussed so far. In this episode, I'll be reading Animals That Die in Our Houses by Jane Shaw. Jane Shaw is an American poet who was born in New Jersey in 1947. After attending Goddard College in Vermont, she earned an MFA from the Iowa Writers' Workshop in 1971. Shaw is the author of many collections of poetry, including Eye Level, published in 1977, The Minute Hand, published in 1987, and A Yes or No Answer, published in 2008. Her many awards and accolades include the Juniper Prize, the Poets Prize, and fellowships from the Guggenheim Foundation, the Radcliffe Institute, and the National Endowment for the Arts. She is currently a professor at the George Washington University, where she teaches creative writing and modern and contemporary poetry. Animals That Die in Our Houses by Jane Shaw A cat once walked off the roof into our garden, landing like a table on all fours. We found a field mouse curled on linoleum with paws drawn up in an attitude of prayer. In the clear balloon of the fishbowl, the goldfish makes perfect breathy o's. One fish, orange in the watery stratosphere where the water is thin and dangerous, floats upside down like a flag in distress. Locked in that lunatic position, the fish is a moon out of orbit, out of grace with gravity, and world has turned its back on you completely and is wed to its new element, the sky. What laws govern our houses, our civilised many-roomed coffins above ground that invite these creatures to tunnel or chew into our lives? Our ears and noses, caves, environments, the insects find hospitable? as in helicoptic circles they navigate our sleeping heads? Is it accidental then how they seem to swim closer to us in death or fall out of the sky like small oddly shaped chunks of heaven? They occupy our lives so briefly, the insect rocking in the bowl of its shell, the fish pumped up to the water's breakable surface, in death appear less innocent than the shapes our minds invent. Imposing on us a kind of isolation, they seem much more human than we are, when solitary and cautious they watch us lie in our formal positions in the deep grass, in the woods, together. Thank you for listening to the Poetry of Science. If you want to find out more about the scientific study featured in this episode, or read any of the poems in full, then please visit the show notes at scipoetry.podbean.com. That's scipoetry.podbean.com, where you can also find out how to get in touch with any questions or comments you might have. Thanks for listening.